Galair, and welcome to the Loaf of Bread GA podcast, slicing into the GA of the past, present, and future. Join me, Jason Keelan, as we cut into the largest loaf of bread known to mankind. Hello, Diagwitch, Bonjour, Nihao, Konnichiwa, Guten Tag, and Privyat to you all, wherever you're listening in. What started as a message to 10 clubs has now expanded to more than 50 clubs globally from all continents. The journey through Loaf 2 GA Global continues this week as we move on to our next destination in the GA world. So come with me on the GA journey of a lifetime and meet clubs from Canada to Argentina, South Africa to Gibraltar, Bermuda to the North Pole, New Zealand to Kuwait, Knoxville to Qatar and literally everywhere in between. So grab the passports, grab the bags, it's time to go. On Slice 36, I have the pleasure of travelling north of Stockholm, in Sweden, to the town of Javla, where I meet Mick from Castlecomer and Kilkenny, Dane from Newbridge and County Kildare, and former Aerog Oxford man Connor from Dunlow and Donegal, to find out all about one of the world's newest GEA clubs, Javla GEA. We chat all about life in Sweden, celebrations before and after matches, the rivalries formed in a short space of time up in Sweden, good sponsorship, a Viking all-star GA team in the making, and making those difficult decisions like choosing between ABBA or Daniel O'Donnell or Christy Moore. And Dane tells us all about a Swedish game called Bandy, which he describes as being like a junior C match in Kildare. And there is also a cracking choice of Father Ted moment. But before all that, let's find out a little bit about the town of Javla and a little bit more about Sweden as we go back there once again. Bon Sultas. Hey, and welcome to Sweden once again. After meeting our friends from Stockholm GA back earlier in the series, this time we head about 200 kilometers further north, past Uppsala, and into the city of Javla. The city has over 100,000 people, and has been in existence as a named area since the 15th century, when the King of Sweden, Christopher of Bavaria in Germany, officially recognized it as so. The name Javla comes from the Old Swedish for riverbank, given the proximity to the Javlian River. The development of the area was standard for the time, not just in Sweden, but in many places, as it was built around the most important parts, the church, the ruling house, and the town hall. Throw in a pub, and you would have almost every Irish village ever made. Sadly, that development has to be redone on several occasions due to major fires, including one which obliterated the whole town. In 1970, Yavla was amalgamated with surrounding areas to form one major urbanised area. In 1986, the world watched in horror as the attempted cover-up by the Soviet Union regarding the Chernobyl disaster unfolded and the reality of radioactive radiation became known. Yavla was actually one of the places that suffered the worst outside of the Soviet Union. It was, remember, the Swedish who first noticed something was wrong and spotted the potential site of Chernobyl. Modern-day Yavla still tries to continue the trading on the ports and shipping plays a role in life there, although not as much as in previous centuries. The famous coffee, Yavalia, is from the city and is widely used in the US and other areas. There aren't a vast amount of names in history from Yavla that would be familiar to many of us, but one which is interesting is that of Joel Emanuel Haglund, better known as Joe Hill. Joe was born in Yavla, 
but spent much of his life in America. He was an activist who fought for better working conditions and went on to write songs and cartoons based on the terrible working life in America. In one of his songs, he managed to coin the phrase, Pie in the Sky. In 1914, Hill went to the police with a gunshot wound and said it was all to do with a fight over a woman. Instead, he was tried and executed for the murder of two men in the city, a trial which was very much aimed at simply finding someone who could be put away, quite similar to some aspects of the system today. Hill's execution led to huge outcries globally. Songs, stories and books were penned about him. The Dubliners and Bruce Springsteen are some of the artists who have used the song Joe Hill in their concerts. In fact, it is the song you hear in the background right now being sung by another activist, Paul Robeson, a man who also has a song named after him by my favourite band of all time, the Manic Street Preachers. Other names from Yavla would be the likes of singer Thomas DeLeva, actor Rolf Lasgard, and chef Nils Noren. Singer Cat Stevens also lived in Yavla for some time as a child, as his mother hailed from the area. On the sports side, many names in the world of ice hockey come from Yavla, some of whom have played in the NHL in the USA. Christian Dews is one who has tasted Stanley Cup victory in his career too. Just before we meet the Yavla gang, there is a sport in Sweden and Yavla you should check out. It's called Bandy, and is essentially a 45 minute a half 11 aside game which mixes ice hockey with a rubber ball and potentially murder. It looks mental, but good fun I'm sure. Much like a Junior C game in Kildare, as you will hear soon. So let's meet the lads from Yavle and find out all about the GEA north of Stockholm. All right, lads, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. I was all in, I'm probably going to pronounce the place wrong. Are you going Yavle, is that right? Yavle, that's her. Lovely, fair place. Whereabouts are you from, Dan? Kildare, man, Newbridge, man. Oh, Newbridge, oh, yeah. I, uh, back, back in the day, I taught in Bally Manny for a while. Oh yes, for, yeah, yeah. For well, it was more of a, a teaching practice, a good, good few years back. But yeah, I, I know Newbridge, right? A family in Nace as well. So, oh, very good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I served my time in school, married there. That's where I went to school first. That's where I had my first county medal with that up there. Oh, Them brilliant! In Harlan. yeah. Uh, Johnny Doyle was training them yesterday. So, right, right. Yeah, I don't know how he's he's got himself uh, roped into some kind of job there by the looks of it. So. <laughs> And uh, Mick, where about you from? Uh, I'm from Kilkenny, Castle Comer, it's called. Oh, yeah, sure. No, I think I drove through it there during the summer going down to Waterford and a few other places. So, yeah, yeah. And how did you how did you end up in Yavla then? Uh, well, we're, Dane and I were working for Microsoft, and um, yeah, there's a big influx of Irish over now at the moment. So, we, um, we got together, we, a couple of us got together and decided to set up the the um the hurling team just uh, to keep us going during the week because a lot of lads away from home and just you know a, a home away from home yeah and you let a you let a Kildare man on the hurling team you did I uh, know he's very he's very good <laughs> I, I can't I can't I, I've no power in my legs so I play hurling the team uh, the team started out then as a a way of getting the Irish together, or did you get the locals involved as well? Or yeah, so what happened here? So so obviously there's a there's a hit there's a load of us construction companies over here. There he is now. How are you, Connor? Oh, there he is. Yeah, so, so there's a lot of different construction companies over here. You now the 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 Irish, you know, mm. uh, 
I know you're, you're talking to a few Swedes and, and, and that, and I know yeah. Stockholm and that, a lot of them are all expats, you know, there wouldn't mm. be much, any in the construction trade. Mm. So the Swedes, the Swedes like to do their 40 hour week and go home, you know. Yeah. They, they, they're very um, family oriented and, and time wise, you know, whereas the Irish, you know, yourself, they could work till the cows come home, you know, so that's that's why we're all over here. Okay. Um, but there's, there's, a, there's a, a chap, John Cunningham, now he works for Colin, now one of the, the building companies here, the main companies. And uh, he was trying to get, get a team together he's he, he had affiliations with america he was over there for a few years and that but um we were trying to get something going over here but the whole COVID there the year before last mm. you, you could get nothing you know so uh so yeah so we all got together there back in february or march had a bit of a had a bit of a talk and we could, we could finally get, get get a team going you know um mm. like we have there's, there's, there's a number of irish over here you know loads mm. loads and loads you know Especially working at building sites as well, you know, you get you get good young lads over footballers, you know. Mm. That's how it all started, really. You know, just just we had a we had a, we had a teams meeting and mm. I got to, got together down the park there one day and just kicked on from there, you know. Um, yeah, that sounds like, sounds like a promise to start. So yeah, yeah, no, it was. And obviously, Lulio there, you were chatting to them as well, and and, and they're, mm. they 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 started up as well, and they got a team together this year as well, and so it was all kind of yeah, just it just. Well, we have the men here, we can do it, you know. Yeah, savage, yes. Connor, you're you're welcome. How are you getting on? Not too bad, Jason. How are you? Ash, I'm all right. Where about you from? I'm a Donegal man, so I'm uh, up around the Dunlow area. Don't know oh, if yeah. you know it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up around there. Uh, well, moved out of Dunlow a few years ago now. I was playing actually with uh, Eerog. In Oxford, there I think you had them on last week. I had Dara, yeah, the, Dara, the, the famous yeah, the chase was on. Yeah, the other night, yeah, yeah, the chase, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, was playing with them for a few years over there, and then went to Sweden. Then and uh, got together with the lads and kind of got the team up and going. And uh, we're we are where we are here now. I suppose the lads there, Dana and the lads were had a big uh, kind of tournament that won there at the weekend down I in saw that, uh, yeah. Uh, down in Stockholm so um, I think they're turning into our kind of the rivals at the minute so they are the local <laughs> kind of the neighbours so uh, you're, you're yeah, already was, up the road from them kind of so just on, on the map because I don't think many Irish people outside EU will probably know where it is yeah no we're um, we're probably about an hour and a half uh, north at Stockholm on the train so mm. we're uh, kind of pretty close uh, we're probably the closest well maybe Malmo and the Gothenburg mm. Uh, are kind of close enough as well, but we're probably the closest kind of Swedish teams, I would say, um, okay. uh, to each other. So it's good the rivalry started, I think, on our first game <laughs> that we had, and it's uh, it's grown ever since. So okay. it was good to was get it? the one over them at the weekend. Was that, that was your, very first, your first one, was it? Hard. It was, yeah. That was our uh, first tournament, the victory there. We played... Uh, that's tournament number three in Sweden uh, at the minute. So um, it's been good. Uh, Stockholm won the, the first two, I think. Um, okay. And we we won the third one. So the, we have ourselves are holding our first tournament now um, on the 23rd of October um, in Yavla. So um, that'll be the the championship decider, kind of, so well. Um, that'll be the end of season tournament. So it should be good. We're... Uh, Hoping to get all the teams in Sweden down there for the weekend and you know have good crack at us and everything. Yeah. So that sounds like a good be good. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. you were going to say there, Mick. You were talking about starting rows and stuff. I think was it? Uh, no. Well, <laughs> the rivalry. Our first game with Stockholm was uh, was very physical and uh, a lot okay. of rows broke out. So 
the rivalry kind of started there and we were we were a little bit more prepared for him the second time we played him. The first okay. the first time we weren't we weren't too sure what to expect. Okay. But um yeah, it was very uh, very physical. Uh, but it was good now. Like, like we we started I think it was back in April there and uh, Stockholm invited us down. I think we were only two weeks, we had three sessions. Yeah. We went down there for a game, you know. So I think we went down with 16, 17 lads that time, Mick. And um, we played two games. And first game was tight now. I think we lost by a point at the end or a goal, last kick of the game. And mm. the second game then, I think we finished with nine lads, you know, <laughs> injuries and lads yeah. not playing ball for a year or two, you know. Yeah. Um, Takes us toll after a while. It does, it does. And like Conor was saying, the fact that we're close is great. You know, we, we brought them up mm. then for, for a challenge game there one time, you know, as well. And yeah. It was um, it's handy, you know. Like an hour and yeah. a half is, is nothing really, you know. When you're oh yeah, such a vast, a vast country, you know. So yeah, uh, did we get managed to get any of the any of the locals involved, or is it uh, mostly Irish? Yes. Yeah, so so we have we have with our team now. We have one Swede. He's he's working with us, young lad, Carl, bit of a bodybuilder, really fit lad, really good lad. He came the first week because he he works for us, and I, I met him go. You know, he, he said he wasn't getting any overtime if he didn't come. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and he was telling the boys on site, you know, I'll go just to please him and they won't buy boots and this, that, and the other. Now he's he's the first lad there. He loves it. He, he, yeah. He's brilliant now, you know. And, and every day you see him coming on, it's like it's like a child walking, you know. He's <laughs> he's getting better and better each week, you know. Um, we stuck him in fullback, great. though. A cornerback, cornerback. Cornerback, cornerback okay. You know? so, yeah. But um, but it's great. So we have we have Carl, he's a Swede. Uh, we <clears> have one or two Swedes up training now over the year, but they, they, they kind of fizzled out a bit. Uh, we, have a, we have a Polish lad with us now as well. We have an Australian, Matt. He's uh, he, he's loving it as well now. He's into his rugby and cricket now. So, mm. and uh, we have we have an Ordi as well playing with us now. And he's he, you know he the ball gets very hot when he touches it now. But you know yourself, <laughs> but no, he loves it as well. You know, so there's there's a, there's a bit of an influx there of a few different nationalities and that. You know, and we we have a Portuguese guy as well. That's right, Frankie as well. Yeah, yeah. Frankie yeah. as well. Yeah. He's the second I miss in Ronaldo by any chance that would be quite handy now. <laughs> <laughs> that would be would be a good addition to the club. Uh you were saying about playing playing in the park and stuff, Connor. Have you is it like a lot of clubs around Europe and the world, you haven't got a, a permanent fixture of, of a ground that's just kind of take the local parks? Yeah. It? We uh kind of started off at the park, just anywhere we could get a blade of grass, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um so we did and uh it's um it's supposed the town we're in isn't that big either. It's more um it's supposed the main sport there is ice hockey. So it is. Mm-hmm. So um any soccer field that we could get our hands on at the start, the Astor fields, we kinda of trained there and we played there as well. But it was the mainly down in the park. And um after a while of playing in the park, then Dane ended up then getting getting chatting to some of the locals and that and um we got a we just got an open field pretty much that wasn't being used as part of the college uh, there in Diavla. Um there's no goals or anything on it. So we're using that at the minute. Um the whole setting up of the club kind of takes a while. So to get things set up and over here in Sweden then to secure pitches, you need to have a, a proper ID and yeah. everything like that there. So it's um supposed this year's just kind of getting the whole club set up and going and getting a part of the ga.ie and everything which has mm. happened there in the last while um hopefully for next year we can maybe try and get that pitch secure and we'll try and maybe progress with them to see can we put up a set of goals maybe on that pitch as well and things you know yeah. kind of along them the lanes but we have uh, for the tournament now in october we've kind of secured the local at the local stadium kind of soccer stadium so 
we have that with two pitches. Um, so it should be a good day out. So it should have all the Swedish teams all turn up for it mm. and that. So sounds good. Yes. We're kinda, what, yeah, looking forward like to it. Yeah, what do you like then on the fundraising side, Mick? Is it easier or tricky out there? Dane is already on, smiling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're we're um, we're well funded now. Uh, we have uh, we have about ten different companies funding us because we're all okay. <laughs> we're all in through through Microsoft. But Connor and Dane, they're the main guys that get the funding now. I just I deal more, more better today. than the... Mick just spends it. Yeah, okay. yeah I just. They get, I spend it on the I I design the jerseys and stuff like that and send them out to the lads and see which ones they want and all the gear we have the bags got we've the hats got we've uh, new jerseys um uh, we've been really lucky with, with uh, sponsorship okay. um yeah we, we, yeah that's been good out there so also does like uh, I would say we're probably better off than than the Dublin football team I would say so we get yeah. yeah. All the construction companies out there and everything's been so kind of generous. They're, you know, kind of helping us along and, yeah. you know, they're giving us a hand with everything between travel to matches and that, you know, it isn't the most, um, it isn't, uh, it's kind of expensive out here in Sweden. So like the guys that are putting in the training and that, you know, it's good to be able to reward them and, you know, mm. get them their hotel and that for the weekend down in Gothenburg or the like. So all the companies out here have been great, like, and it's, uh, appreciated and it's like the needed yeah. out here as well to you know set up these teams and get and get all the guys involved and yeah. hopefully as well the kind of the ladies team as well we kind of started as well with a, a few a few of the ladies that were there um we're trying to trying to grow that a bit more as well there was um i think there was more interest in camogie so there was than probably football side of things okay um so we've uh started being there and that started to Bring out a bit of camogie to training as well after the football in the evenings, just to to keep everyone, yeah. you know, interested in that as well. So hopefully, if we can get a few more together, we could hopefully branch into the camogie side of things and the hurling side of things as well. So we could and uh, kind of facilitate everything. That's good. Yes, um, geez, you're yeah. definitely definitely the first uh, first club that's come on in a long time that hasn't had to. We usually end up chatting about selling tickets at the bar, you know, three for a fiver or that kind of thing. So yeah. You're, you're not doing too I, bad. I, myself, I, I, I have more O'Neill's footballs under my bed than some of the parishes yeah. have in Ireland. Now. That's, <laughs> wow. That's pretty we, cool. Uh, we, we, when we played in Stockholm, they <laughs> put us up in the four-star Radisson Hotel on the waterfront. So we had wow. like, we had nearly 30 lads with uh, the whole view of the Stockholm Harbour. Yeah. I know Stockholm is lovely. I, I didn't talk yeah, about I stayed yeah. in the four-star Radisson though either. <laughs> yeah, which is great. We're okay. uh, we're well looked after now, thank God. Okay, so at the end, then you give me the number if we need to ring for my own fundraising stuff. So that I get that off <laughs> at the end. That's great. Um, what, what's a what's a good night out and celebration like with the club after? Then what's the general team in Sweden of celebrating? Well, we, we, we tend to celebrate the night before the tournaments. Uh, <laughs> so so, so like, like Connor was saying there, we, we went away to to, to Gothenburg and Malmo, and um, look, you're working a lot, a lot of building sites. Yeah, um, you can't you can't go away the night before a game, you know, and not expecting to drink. Um, yeah. Now we managed to obviously Stockholm the weekend was a home game we say for us, so we managed to keep everyone out of the pub on the Friday, and, and we won, you know. Um, yeah. Down in Malmo and Gothenburg, lads are coming in at all hours. You know yourself. Look, your lads are away. You know what I mean. You can't you can't stop them. You know. But um, yeah. But no, no, we do, we do. We've a couple of pubs here, you know, and and then like, like I said, we're only getting started, you know. Um, 
like Conor was saying, you know, we, we, we have a big tournament plan for for the 23rd now and, and, and there's a lot getting involved and there, there's all about bringing over Irish bands and, and, and oh, right. you know, trying to get a few ex-footballers and hurlers over and have a kind of a kind of an off the ball the night before, you know, questions and answers and nice. Yeah, so yeah, we haven't really had too much sessions after, you know, we mm. normally away when we're drinking, you know. So Yeah. What's yeah. uh well what's the local pubs then? Who have you got? What have we got? So we have Cheers. Cheers would be local enough. Um great name. Yeah, Cheers, Cheers, <laughs> Cheers as well. Cheers would be kind of the main Irish bar in the town. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers is kind of well, I say American and that, but they they brought in the the Dodge Watson and Magners there as well, and <laughs> O'Leary. They don't have to be many O'Leary's around. Obviously, they're a franchise. Yeah, they're American sports bar, but we have, yeah. they, they have the Magners in now as well, you know. So yeah, I think it was in one of them in San Francisco. I think before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're grand, you yeah. know. But uh, but no, Trivs now we're down the Trivs there. We came back on the Sunday after after That's a nice little Irish bar now. They're doing the uh, the roast dinner now over Sunday, and you know the Irish tunes and the grand. and that so. They've, they've got yeah. the, the right idea, so putting a carver in a Sunday, they know how to get the customers in. So, exactly, I think exactly. they're, yeah, they're kind of starting to adapt. I think O'Leary's yeah. are putting on the Irish fray as well. I think on a, well, on a Friday morning, Saturday morning, morning. well, they're yeah. calling it the Irish fray, but I have a way to go yet. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they'll master it eventually, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, they will eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, any plans in the future then for to get more of a kind of Nordic, um tournament kind of thing or yeah. get involved with them with like Denmark and Finland and Norway and all that yeah that's the plan now um, hopefully next year like the Nordic tournaments and that were kind of called off this year are kind of postponed with the whole yeah. COVID thing so the travelling we just kind of kept the travelling supposed to within our to within Sweden um, now for this tournament now in October we're um, I think Mick there who's there's um, the, there's a few others maybe coming over uh, we I have know we invited Helsinki and the likes with it. I'm not Ooh. too sure they're fit to travel just yet, but uh, who else there? The, the, Vi- the Vikings are going to come and they're made up of uh, four or five Nordic countries, right. and but they're they're mainly hurling. Okay. But um, they want us to get involved because uh, we've uh, there's a lot of Irish here. They want us to get involved with them and the European. Um, competitions is in Paris next June Yeah. so they wanted us to travel for that even though they know we're football but we have a few lads that would be interested in hurling there as well right. so okay. they're going they're going to come and uh, for the half time they're going to play uh, we're going to have an exhibition and the half time interval in the football competition and um, yeah and uh, we're trying to get uh, we're trying to get Kyle Hayes over as well from uh, he works at one of the companies alright Um <clears throat> for just just to get meet and greet and maybe do some some things at half time with him. He'd be average enough for you, wouldn't he? Yeah. Wouldn't and one or two others. I would say he would be on the bench. So I get you a few hard. West Meat hurlers if you want to stay. <laughs> He'd be in goal. <laughs> <laughs> That's class, yeah. Um yeah, getting to go yeah. to Paris would be good. Have you any aspirations yeah. the world the world games are coming back hopefully in twenty twenty three? That's it as well, yeah. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. That'd be the aim as well to get to that. Like so would you know mm. that's Hopefully now, when things uh, open up the next year, we'll get uh, we'll get travelling to these things like, uh, mm. and we'll get a we'll kind of get a good squad together and get going to these the European games, and then hopefully then go to the World Games then as well then in twenty three like so that's where we're kind of building for for the club anyway. So mm. could you see? Uh, it's an interesting one that came up. I was chatting to Justin Parks, who's kind of big in the Gaelic Games Europe site. He was saying 
five, ten years down the line, could it be possible to see the clubs in Europe actually enter into the All-Ireland series at some stage? Do you think down the line, I know at the moment, like one of the junior teams, one of the teams in Europe gets into the junior club competition in Ireland yeah. for a point. Yeah. Is it something yeah. you could see yourselves aiming towards? Definitely something that we'd, we'd be interested in. And I mean, like even most getting together, I don't know how it would work, maybe the European side, even if there was a, a kind of combined club team, a, the mm. European team or something, maybe that would probably work better or to most the main players from every club get together or oh, I'd say you'd have, from each you'd have club. some rows there because there's lots of fans yeah. themselves already that I've been chatting to. So. <laughs> <laughs> there's future yeah, all-stars in all... Europe or they reckon uh, they are. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I would say they all kind of talk on the podcast anyway. We'll see what yeah. they're the like on the field. But um, no, yeah, you know, that would be great sort of it and give like, um, you know, I think if you could get a, suppose a, like the European combined team, club team mm. or something together, you would, it would probably give a good shot at it, so you would like. I know it would be hard, maybe the training and that sort would. Yeah. Um, to try and get everyone together and that, but uh, yeah, it would be good. It would be something that we'd be interested in. I know we're getting involved in and been part of. Sounds good. <clears throat> and what about Dane? Any any chance for the future of a, like a kids section starting up? It seems to be a big thing with yeah. a lot of clubs. So so obviously, look, we're here at building sites. You have, you have you have a few. Um, a few lads who are here on relocations. There's a lot mm. of lads on rotation, so that's that's our one issue is, is trying to get everyone together on the same weekend. You know, yeah. Um, like you'd have some some good football. A lot of young lads now. We had um, I've gone back to Foss for college now okay. the summer, so we're losing three or four good footballers now. Um, but no, there's a there's a couple of uh, families here. I'm here now with 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 the partner and child and that, and and, and you know they're all talking about getting the kids out. You know, mm. um, I'd love to, love to in the future. Yeah, oh yeah. Get get the kids out and that you know, and try to breed it into Swedes a little bit, you know. Yeah, and is the <clears throat> is the overall hope then for the club to become the dominant uh, force in Europe? Ah, obviously, you know, yeah. without a doubt, without a shot, you know. But uh, it might take a couple of years now until we get the all the Swedes in with us. But no, no, look, we we'll keep it going. Anyways, like I say, we have we have good footballers coming in mm. every week. You have a new lad, you know. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's it's great, but yeah, no, I'm I'm here for for, for the long haul, so I'll I'll be keeping it going anyways, you know. Deadly, yes. And what do you find? Uh, I should ask was with the weather in Sweden for for a year. Is it sort of cold or generally okay? You have look, you have the best of summer and, and the yeah. worst of winter, you know. But yeah. the winter we found it last year, like it was great. Like you know, it was it was cold and it was dry, and but the, the snow was powder. You know, no, it was not wet snow. Mm. You know what I mean? You could you go we go skiing and. Up north and the snowmobiles and stuff you wouldn't do at home, you know. And then well, we could try a snowmobile here, just might work for you. Try to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, and then the summers are great. Coming yeah. over the summers here, you know, they're they're, they're brilliant, you know. So they're the yeah. best of all worlds here, you know. Yeah, I'd say Connor'd have a good chance up in the low getting a snowmobile out every now and then, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's normally a summer's day up on the up on the yeah. west coast. Up we up can get hills. snow in the middle of yeah January or. In the middle of June, so we could now. Yeah, all that's for sure. Yeah, sounds good. Um, there's a couple of quick fire questions I might throw to eat, um, and then I won't take yeah. up much of your lunch break. Um, I say quick fire. So far, they've generally not been that quick. Um, people yeah. tend to start rousing arguments with each other, but uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll throw this out to the three of you. Who then at the club? Who is the stereotypical Irish tough nut on the pitch? Every club has to have one. Connor, Stephanie, Connor. Okay. Me, Jesus! <laughs> Thanks, Mick. <laughs> Give it to the Dundee Goldman. So, right, the Dundee Goldman uh, is then. Yes, uh, have uh, you got a, a club karaoke song yet? 
Yeah, we've kind of taken one of the Swedish songs on our own. Yeah, oh, we have it. Yeah, Summer Deer. It's, it's, it's a Swedish song, Summertime. Okay. Kind of our uh, party song, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll have to Google that one, have a listen to it. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mick, are you more Marty Morrissey or Des Cahill? Which fan club do you belong to? Oh, Des Cahill. Okay, haven't had as many for Des then. What about you, uh, <laughs> Dane? No, I'll be Marty, man. All the yeah. way. Okay, yeah. and Connor, you're... Which a Marty man as well, I think. Yeah, okay, Marty part two for the Marty party. So, the Marty uh, party, I was involved yeah. with the Marty party down in a pub one night in Clare. So, myself and the Marty party went strong. So, we did on the beer. <laughs> so, we did one oh, night. Yeah. So, oh, your first, first hand experience of the Marty party. So, that, I, yeah, not many yeah, people, first-hand experience. not yeah. many people had that, which is uh, which is good. Uh, if you could bring uh, if you could bring Yavla to Ireland to take on a county, which county would you most like a shot against? Oh, yeah. uh, hands down. If it was football anyway, it'd be Kilkenny will definitely win. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I think, think uh, yeah. a Tyrone for me, I think, at the locals. Okay. The neighbours. I'll have to send Niall Morgan a text and let him know that you're yeah. on the way. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Dublin, Dublin, Kilkenny in football and Tyrone then. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Um what about uh, the GA choice, Connor? You can choose hats, flags, scars, or headbands. Gonna go with flags. Flags. Okay. True Donegal man. Yeah. Always putting flags yeah. in their faces in Crow Park. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sounds great. <laughs> what about you, Dane? Oh, headbands. Headbands. Good stuff. Yeah. True all, all white headbands. Yeah. True Kildare man. Yep. And Mick, as a Kenny man. Oh, flags. Flags, okay. I hate the flags. They wreck my head, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> what's the what's the one thing Irish people should know about Yavla that makes it great? There's loads to do. You know, okay. uh, outdoor outdoors, like it's all outdoors. The, great, the ski know. the ski resorts are phenomenal here as well, especially there in, in Yavla, out in San Vigan. They're, they're brilliant. Okay. And there's a great J club there as well to join. <laughs> so, so I believe anyway yeah. Uh, yeah Connor the best GA player in your lifetime Um, oh, at the minute uh, I'm a big David Clifford fan so I am oh, right. uh, and a Donegal man that must I, be hard to say is it yeah yeah well I I'm kind of a corner forward played forward so I have okay. so I just enjoyed the, the kind of the skill he has growing yeah. up uh, so both Adrian Sweeney played uh, on the Donegal team, was a club guy of our own as well at home. Okay. And uh, had a serious left peg on him, so he did. So. Sounds good. Keeping it local as well, I like that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dave, what about you? Uh, probably be a bias, but no club man, Dermot Early, a big fan of Dermot. Legend, you know? yeah. He's a great stalwart, you know, so. Yeah. You know, he'd be, he'd be one I would have. No, I wouldn't have any football legs, but I'd like to watch him. Yeah, brilliant. And uh, Mick, there's no Kilkenny footballers to choose him, so which hurdle no, are you for? No, uh, sure. I'd, I'd have to go with Shefflin. Okay. I'd have to go with Shefflin, yeah. He was average enough anyway at the best of times. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's touch and go with him and TJ, in fairness. TJ's okay. kind of more consistent. Hmm. But um, Shefflin, definitely Shefflin, yeah. He, done the, okay. he, he, he didn't have the lads right. around him, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sounds yeah. good. Um, I have a couple of other ones then, and you might have to explain this one to me, but when I was looking up, you have a choice between Gaelic football or some Swedish sport, am I right, called bandy? Bandy. Yeah. Well, I just learned about bandy a few weeks ago. 
Bandy's rough. Bandy's vicious. So Bandy's like okay. the junior C of, of, of hockey. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's like, I know what's hockey, five aside, is it? Six aside. I think Bandy's ten aside, a twelve aside, and a big square pitch. And it's like one of them sports that they play in the, in the not too distant future, and the lads are just taking the head off each other. You know, it's it's, it's right. wild, you know. <clears throat> no club match in Kildare. No, that's just like a junior <laughs> game in Kildare, you know. But, uh, yeah, I haven't. We're heading away. I'm going to be first ice hockey game this weekend now. Um, All right. But but the bandy now we're getting up. I I I go and see, so you can get get to watch one of them firsthand. You know. Okay. And uh, I haven't much knowledge of it. I just when I was googling, I was like, what the hell is this? So uh, yeah, no, same okay. same now. Yeah. That's probably the best way to describe it. So a junior C game in Ireland. That's that's how I'll reference it from now on. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Kildare <laughs> uh, Junior C. You know. Kildare Junior C. Full, full yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh And then the last the last one, uh, Connor, you have a choice between uh, Abba or the Coors. It's the vital question. Jesus, that's a hard one now at the end. Well, you can go between go Abba or Daniel like... O'Donnell if you want either. Well, Daniel, yeah, he's up there, so he is ahead of them all. Like, so he is a neighbour of my own, so I can't diss him, so yeah. I can't. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to go with Daniel. I'm going to stick with Daniel. Three Daniel fan. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Dane, I suppose you could go with Abba or Christy Moore. Oh, Christy, hands down. Can't hands beat him, yeah. Can't beat no. him, yep. No. And uh, Mick Abba or, I don't know anyone from Kilkenny who sings. <laughs> oh, I'll go with Abba, sir. <laughs> okay, you give uh, give Abba a vote, yeah. Um, the other one I was going to ask you, Randy, you know, I was searching Cat Stevens's mother apparently was born in Yavla or something random like that, but uh, didn't didn't go into that too much. I wasn't uh, I wasn't too bothered. Um, is there anyone any of you want to give a shout out to back home um, for when this airs down the line? No, oh, yeah, ju- yeah, just all the family back home and the only goal and that, and then just a big thanks as well, just as we said there to the sponsors that are. And the Avla kind of area and that that, yeah. are, that have kind of helped us along. They've been a great help, like and it's appreciated it. So brilliant. Yep. Hopefully we can keep, we can keep the one and streak going. That always keeps all the sponsors happy as well. So yeah, hopefully on October we'll uh, get a bit of silverware as well home with us. So yeah, make can't it wait two from two. Can't wait for yeah. that one. Yes, uh, Dana, is yeah. anyone at home here? Yeah, no, same. Just the family and that, you know. Um, yeah. You know, it's only 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 recently you can start getting them over. You know, obviously with mm. the lockdown and, and that. So yeah, just that's it. Mm. Well, what would you make in the in the news today? It looks like Tom Cribb and, and Kevin Walsh could be the background uh, the team for Kildare. Uh, uh, I'd be a Davy Burkman. Give give yeah. Davy give Davy a go. You know, yeah, Davy was on the podcast, one of my first ever guests. Um, yeah, yeah. And, no, yeah. No, I, I wouldn't know him personally now, but just just from from yeah. from, from, from lads, lads who know him and. The brother would know him now and that. And yeah. Just, just from what he's done over the years with, with Sarsfields and with Claire mm. and even Wicklow, you know, he's, yep. he's in with a shout, you know, hands down, you know. So. Yeah. It looks like it's coming down to a, a money thing by the sounds of it. So, yeah. Leave them off. Leave them off. Yeah. Leave them off. Next year, you can take over my role over here. We get him over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll text him 11. Oh, there's a job going for him. It's weird. We'll put him up anyways. Let him know. Lovely. Uh, and Mick, anyone at home you want to give a shout out to Uncle Kenny? Uh, he'll, have, he'll have big boots to fill there, Dan. Um, <laughs> I know, just say hello to family and that back home. And um, as Connor was saying there, yeah, big thanks to all our sponsors in Gavla. Yeah. They've been amazing to us all year. And um, yeah, they've been very good. And yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Thanks. Brilliant. Yeah. There's one last question I want to ask, which I just realized that I missed. I knew I was missing something. Uh, is there a favorite Father Ted episode, or have you introduced the Swedes to Father Ted? They are aware of it, yeah. They're aware of it at the start. Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, there's a few of them on that site that have to most 
the most hanging about with the Irish guys now. There's a few of them uh, already hanging about. I suppose the favourite episodes that I recall is most the uh, the one with Dougal out at the the end of the car with the small hammer. And he's just tapping away. <laughs> the the, the raffle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Site favourite where he's trying to fix a small dent in the car and it ends up being a mess at the end. So that's good. That's the first. That's the first time of all the people I've chatted to that that episode has come up. Um. So yeah. yeah. Well, that happens on site a lot too. So <laughs> start something <laughs> and then they make a mess of it. Then the uh-huh. time they're done. So okay, it so happens with us once a week. Something like yeah. that. <laughs> that's the builders episode. So right, I laughed. That's yeah, the builders episode. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant, yeah. Um, thanks so much for giving up your lunch break as well. I really appreciate it, and uh, the best of luck in in a few weeks' time when you uh, take when you're about to take home the silverware. Uh, for sure, yeah. I, I don't doubt it for a second. And um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll keep I keep in touch with you. And um, if there's anything else going Good on, man, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. put it up and share it anywhere. So, if you're free, Jason, if you're free, yeah. the twenty third, get flights over, and we'll we we'll look after you when you get over here. Jesus, uh, yeah. October 23rd <clears throat> God I'll have to look it up that would be some no, crack yeah yeah, no, yeah. it'll if, 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 be, be well worth it you can do it you, you, a bit of a live of that and you know record it now would be I'll, 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 over, you know? I'll have to ring you for funding to get a microphone that works outside <laughs> yeah yeah I'll RT and everything coming over don't worry I'll bring Marty with we'll me I'll, I'll, we yeah. can recre- recreate your night in uh, Clare <laughs> yes no uh no thanks so much i really appreciate it and I'll, I'll keep in touch for sure and i'll put up anything you need as well so good man yeah. jason Perfect. Perfect. Thank, you. thank you thank you bye bye all the best guys thanks bye coming up the next day on the loaf of bread ga global we cut into our next slice We, the big thing about it was that we were saying, right, if we set up a Gaelic football team, it can't be any political names, it has to be someone inclusive. So, I, uh, Colin, you're definitely there because Joe Dolan came up as a unifying <laughs> figure. Um, yeah. Colin came up, um, but I think we settled on Seamus Heaney at the end of it. And John Downey's claimed that it was his idea, and none of us remember. So. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to butt in, Brendan, but it was three of us in the pub at the end of the night. And it was a two versus one vote for Seamus Heaney versus Joe Dolan. Because I was with two dairy men at the time. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to win that one, Carl. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's room there to start a breakaway club, Joe Dolan, yeah. GA. <laughs> On Slice 37 next Monday, it's a very special one for me as I get to finally catch up with one of my great mates and former Downs GA clubman, Colm, alongside Brendan from Derry and Kieran from Fermanagh as we find out all about Seamus Heaney's GEA in Moscow, Russia. It is a fascinating chat about how the club came about and how it could have been Joe Dolan GEA, the Heaney family approval, city rivals Moscow Shamrocks, nationalities at the club, celebrations, Father Ted, Alan Partridge, Moscow Metro stations, GEA on the Russian school curriculum, teaching hand-passing to girlfriends, famous football parents from the school, and difficult choices like Kornikova or Sharapova and the only existing photo of myself and Colm in 1996 at the Downs GEA. That's next Monday from 9am as we continue the journey with two slices a week. I'll see you at the arrivals hall, but until then, check out the various clubs on the Instagram page and see all the amazing work they do and some of the nicest GEA gear going. Find the podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter and on TikTok. Email loafofbreadpod at gmail.com or just simply hit the follow button and spread the word of the Loaf of Bread GA pod across the globe. Slonagy.